there was a family and Elimelech was the dad and Naomi was the mom. They had two sons, Malon and Kilion. They lived in Bethlehem. And you know what? Life happened. Famine. Where are we going to go? How are we going to take care of our family? And they ended up going to the country of Moab, which was a foreign country. They get to Moab. They start to build a life. But then Elimelech dies. Here's what happened. She had two sons. So really, she didn't have to become a slave like many women did. Her two sons took care of her. But then what do sons do? They fall in love with other women. So Malon and Kilion get married, which is good news for the whole family. Absolutely, and they were having a joyful life. But 10 years go by and Malon and Kilion also die. So here Naomi is in a foreign country. Husband died, both sons died. Her two daughter-in-laws are with her. It's their home country, but it's not theirs. But she heard what? that the famine had left Bethlehem and now God had given her people food. So she decided to go back home and Ruth and Orpah, which were her daughter-in-laws, started on the way back with her. Realizing that now the tables are turned, they are going to be foreigners. And you know what? Naomi told them. As they got closer and closer to Bethlehem, she said, you guys, go on back to your home. Find different husbands when you go back there. And you'll have security there. That's your culture. You'll feel safe there. And the, the two women were quite attached to Naomi, but Orpah eventually did turn around and go back. They were quite attached, which we are going to talk about in one of our lessons that's a vital part of it. And no one's going to blame Orpah for going back. But Ruth, Ruth liked something in Naomi. So she said, I'm not going anywhere. Where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. I will die where you die and people will bury me there. And the Lord curse me if anything else other than what I've just said happens. I'm sticking with you, Naomi. Naomi went home. And Ruth went with her. When she got there, the people were excited. They hadn't seen her for years, and they were welcoming Naomi, but Naomi also had to relay the story of her. Her husband and her sons passing. So she said, Don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Mara, for life has been bitter to me. The Lord has been bitter to me. And that's kind of where it ends. There's only a tiny sentence of hope at the very begin at the very end, and you really have to look to catch it. It says they returned at the start of the barley harvest. Elimelech and his family were part of the Israelite culture, which was very different from what they would have experienced in Moab. And Dad, what exactly is culture? What we believe that we actually act out. You'll hear it, you'll feel it, you'll sense it in our words, our actions, our attitude. It's that atmosphere that comes with us. You and I have had the opportunity to be in some other third world countries, and we've experienced different culture. But we've also experienced different culture from family to family. 
That's right, and we had a culture in our family. In fact, it's represented right here in front of us. Yes, this is a leaf of our old table that we had for years with you kids growing up. And I decided that since uh, we stopped using it once you guys left the house, that I would uh, take a leaf and make it into a small table for your son Judah. But the reason why it was part of our family culture is because so many cultural discussions, prayers, experienced experiences happened around this table with our family and even people we brought into our family. Very true. I remember one of your very good friends. He stood up in your brother's wedding and, and vice versa. But um, he said one time we were had a group of kids around there and your mom was cooking food and I was cleaning up stuff. Pretty soon he goes, what is it about this table? We laugh, we cry, we eat a lot of food, we have fun, and it's all right here. It was a faithful table. <laughs> yeah, it's a beater, but it made it. It did. And I think of, you know, growing up, being a kid and different cultures that I was involved in. Of course, there was always our family culture that I could rely on. But at school, I experienced a different culture than what I experienced at home. There were people there who didn't follow Jesus, who used different language, who had different attitudes. And it was an unusual time for me to figure out how to make sure that I stuck to the culture that I had learned and established in my heart from our talks around this table at our home versus encountering a culture that was so different. One of the things that we just kind of decided that we would have running as a theme in our family so that no matter what culture you and Charlie were in, no matter who you were around, we wanted this to shine forth. And it was very simple. Work hard, have fun, touch lives. You guys heard that every morning before you went out the door. Every day, I could hear it ringing in my head, Emily, work hard, have fun, and touch lives. And I remember seeing an incredible amount of people whose lives you touched by simply representing the culture that Jesus had started in your hearts. We are all distinctly made with purposes. And that's our really true culture. It's where God has created us because for some reason, it's a crazy reason, but he would choose to use us to advance his kingdom. So we can see how the culture that Elimelech's family, maybe they had a table, maybe they had something like we did. Their culture carried into a place that was different and it was very against what their culture told them to believe and say and do. And yet it was so attractive to someone like Ruth, just like friends that we brought into our house who sat around our family table experienced our family culture. They were attracted to the incredible love and fun and joy that they saw God's kingdom and his culture represented in our family. So what an incredible opportunity for us as children and parents <laughs> to create cultures for the cultures around us to see and want to be a part of what we're representing.